Chapters twenty through twenty three of the Story of the French Revolution by Ernest Belfort Bax. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter twenty The Rule of Robespierre. The old commune was now overthrown and all independence stifled in the convention. No initiative remained but that of the Committee of Public Safety, and in the committee itself little, at least in internal affairs, but that of Maximilien Robespierre and his partisans. The chief among the latter were Couton and Lebas in Paris, and Saint-Just and Lebon as commissioners in the provinces. The municipality, now that most of the old members were guillotined or expelled, was filled up with subordinate creatures of Robespierre a belgian architect named fleuriot lescot replaced the devoted and noble-minded pache as mayor of paris the same thing went on all round the cordeliers club was suppressed robespierre had succeeded in reducing the jacobins club to a mere claque of his own the convention was not much better a look from the incorruptible as robespierre was called sufficed to frown down on all opposition the increase of the terror now became frightful all over france but especially in paris robespierre himself directed the police department on the twenty second of prairial the tenth of june an atrocious law was passed at the instigation of the dictator whereby persons sent before the revolutionary tribunal now divided into four sections were refused the right of defence this meant of course that whereas before about a third of those accused were acquitted henceforth all prisoners were condemned when nothing else could be alleged against them on the general and vague charge of conspiracies in the prisons men and women were now tried by the public prosecutor fouquier tinville and the judges of the tribunal in batches of fifty or sixty at once it would be a mistake to suppose that it was chiefly the well-to-do that suffered on the contrary out of two thousand seven hundred and fifty victims of robespierre's only six hundred and fifty belonged to the upper or middle classes the tumbrils that wended their way daily to the place de la revolution and afterwards to the faubourg st antoine were largely filled with workingmen during the last three weeks of the tyrant's rule one thousand one hundred twenty five persons were executed in paris alone thus did this criminal monster drown the revolution itself in the blood of his victims marat had already foreseen the results of robespierre's self-idolatry when during a speech of the latter in the convention he whispered to his neighbour dubois cancé with such doctrines as that he will do more harm than all the tyrants put together the notion of becoming the high priest of a new religion had been working in robespierre's mind ever since the fall of the hébertistes after many speeches in the jacobin club on the eighteenth of may maximilian at last mounted the convention tribune to demand that it be decreed that the french people recognizes the existence of a supreme being and the immortality of the soul and that a festival should be held in honor of the said being in his speech he dwelt on the distinction between a pure deism and the superstitious cults of priests said that it mattered not whether the existence of god were demonstrable or even probable that in the eyes of the legislator all is truth which is useful in the world and in practice that a god was an indispensable article of state furniture and much more to the same effect deputations from the new robespierreized commune from the jacobins and from the sections next filed in with the petition that the convention should vouchsafe to grant them a god and immortality the resolution was carried amid thunders of applause in the same convention which six months previously had applauded the atheistic worship of reason 
a few days afterwards one undoubted and another more questionable attempt at assassination was made the first on collot d'herbois on the steps of his house and the second on robespierre himself by a young woman named cecilie renault robespierre was out when she called but she was arrested and knives were found in her possession she was guillotined together with all her family fifty-four persons dressed in red smocks were involved in this execution which took place in the faubourg st antoine the great workman's quarter at last the eventful day the twentieth of prairial eighth of june fixed for the glorification of the supreme being arrived the convention the jacobins and sections in gala attire might have been wending their way in splendid summer weather through the tuileries gardens the procession headed by robespierre radiant in sky-blue coat and black breeches bearing in his hand an enormous bunch of corn fruits and flowers a classical touch suggested by the pagan functions of antiquity arrived at an improvised altar on the top of which were allegorical figures intended to represent atheism anarchy etc robespierre proceeded to set fire to the latter with a torch they blazed away and presently by a triumph of mechanical art the supreme being himself emerged from their ashes rather the worse for smoke it is said the incorruptible made three harangues but the hopes of those who expected an announcement of a cessation of the terror were damped when he proclaimed to-day let us enjoy ourselves to-morrow begin afresh to fight the enemies of the revolution all knew what this meant and two days later the monstrous law before spoken of was passed and the terror entered upon its last and acutest stage this disappointment of the public hopes was the beginning of the fall of robespierre's popularity outside the governing bodies suppressed hatred and jealousy of him had long been the growing feeling in the convention while on the committee of public safety he had become at loggerheads with all except his own henchmen the law of prairial was the last occasion that the committee appeared united before the convention fouquier tinville the public prosecutor went to the committee himself to complain of the new law as being the reductio ad absurdum of the terror and was told that it had been yielded under protest to robespierre's importunity so strained were the relations that robespierre henceforth rarely attended the sittings of the committee and appeared comparatively seldom in the convention itself leaving everything to couton st just and lebas on the other hand he was assiduous in his attendance at the jacobins he never went out of doors indeed now without an escort of jacobins armed with bludgeons an incident occurred about this time which was dexterously used by his enemies to throw ridicule upon the high priest and would-be dictator a crazy woman named catherine theot calling herself the mother of god proclaimed the advent of a messiah and in conjunction with an ex-priest set up a kind of free masonic society barere the dexterous trimmer drew up a clever report on the subject in which he hinted at robespierre's desiring to profit by the proceedings of the fanatics without naming him billot collot and the members of the committee of general safety who had been attached to the old commune and were partisans of the worship of reason had taken offence at the cultus of the supreme being you and your supreme being billot was heard to say in a stage aside on the occasion are beginning to bore me it was now therefore a case of out caesar out nullus with robespierre chapter twenty one the Termidor. it had become a matter of life and death to robespierre to overthrow the hostile members of the committees and get himself recognized as a dictator 
Saint-Just tried it on behalf of his friend several times with the public safety, but without effect. Saint-Just, by the way, was probably the most sincere and enthusiastic of all the followers of Robespierre. Not yet twenty-five years of age, he had made a great mark on the revolution. His large, poetic eyes, his tall and dignified figure, his long dark hair, had obtained for him the nickname of the Apocalyptic. It was necessary to take action without delay. The whole of the Committee of General Security and the majority of the Committee of Public Safety were against Robespierre. The convention, therefore, had to be tried, and, failing the convention, an insurrection proclaimed, headed by the Jacobins and the Commune. The latter bodies were prepared some time beforehand to resort to force, if necessary, to the ends of their champion, and a conspiracy was actually formed, the leaders of which were Saint-Just, Couton, who, together with Robespierre, constituted the so-called triumvirate, the mayor Fleuriot, the national agent Payan, Dumas the president, and Coffinal, the vice-president of the Revolutionary Tribunal. Saint-Just had been recalled in great haste by Robespierre from his mission with the Army of the North, and when apprised of the state of affairs he advised an immediate coup d'état. This, however, was impracticable. The convention had to be sounded first, otherwise the pretext for rising was wanting. Accordingly, early on the 26th of July, 8th of Thermidor, Robespierre repaired to the assembly and opened the sitting with a long and dexterous speech, denouncing the committees and defending himself in the name of the national sovereignty. He wound up by recommending a general purification all round of the committees and of the convention. Robespierre sat down amid absolute silence. Not a sound or word of applause greeted his challenge. Presently a member, Le Cointre, rose and moved the printing and circulation of the harangue. This was at once vigorously resisted, but was eventually carried. The members of the two committees, hitherto silent, now took up the challenge. They attacked Robespierre in turn. The upshot was that the decree for the printing and circulation of the discourse was virtually rescinded, being referred to the committee for examination. Robespierre, surprised at the unwanted resistance, left the sitting discouraged but without despairing of the situation. In the evening he repaired to the Jacobins, when he re-read the discourse of the morning, and here it was, of course, greeted with tumultuous applause. The committees, on their side, kept together all night. Nothing was omitted during these momentous hours by either party to ensure victory on the morrow. The committees and the mountain negotiated successfully with the plain to bring about common action in the assembly. Before noon the following day, July 27th, 9th Thermidor, members were to be seen encouraging each other in the corridors. The sitting was opened by Saint-Just. He had scarcely begun his speech attacking the committees when he was interrupted and denounced by the ex-commissioner Tallien, who demanded that the veil should be withdrawn from the conspiracy. Tallien was supported on all sides. Billot-Varenne then spoke of packed meetings of Jacobins, of threats against the representatives, etc. At this point of Billot's speech, the whole convention rose and swore to defend the national sovereignty amid the applause of the public in the galleries. All eyes were now turned towards Robespierre, who finally made a dash at the tribune. Before he could speak, however, the cry of, Down with the tyrant! resounded throughout the hall. 
tallier in an uncompromising speech then demanded the arrest of henriot the commander of the reconstituted armed force of paris billot the arrest of other partisans of robespierre measures which were at once acceded to robespierre repeatedly attempted to defend himself but his voice was always drowned with shouts of down with the tyrant and by the ringing of the president's bell he turned to the plain he turned to the public in the galleries there was no response from either finally he sank down on a seat exhausted and foaming at the mouth the blood of danton chokes the wretch cried a member of the mountain robespierre's arrest was demanded on all sides his brother auguste robespierre couton lebas and saint-just all claimed to share his fate and were finally all given into the hands of the gendarmerie the moment this became known at the hotel de ville where the mayor payan and henriot were assembled with the commune orders were given for the barriers to be closed the sections assembled the tocsin sounded the general beaten and the insurrection proclaimed the cannoneers were ordered to repair to the place de greve by the hotel de ville and the revolutionary committees were sent for to take the oath of insurrection the arrested deputies had meanwhile been released by their partisans on their way to the prisons and brought in triumph to the hotel de ville the jacobins who declared themselves in permanent session formed a subordinate centre of insurrection henriot who then rushed through the streets pistol in hand calling on the people to rise was seized by two deputies and was being brought to the committees when he was liberated by coffinal at the head of two hundred cannoneers of whom henriot himself at once took the command placing them in position round the convention the assembly which had adjourned for a couple of hours had now reassembled it was seven o'clock citizens said the president now is the time for us to die at our post affairs did certainly look hopeless for the convention orders were almost immediately given by henriot to fire when strange to say the cannoneers who up to this time had been with the insurgents hesitated wavered and finally refused to comply in the hands of those two hundred cannoneers lay the fate of france henriot hurried off to the hotel de ville it was now the turn of the convention to take the aggressive the response of the sections to the call of the commune was not altogether satisfactory the fact is the movement of the last two days had been sudden even for paris and had developed out of a quarrel inside the government with which the general public were imperfectly acquainted besides this robespierre's unpopularity had now become general though the sections assembled at nine o'clock they confined themselves to sending messages to the commune asking for further information while the assembled sections were discussing the matter in the various wards of the city delegates from the convention arrived apprising them of the real position of affairs they now no longer hesitated but arming themselves immediately proceeded not to the place de greve but to the tuileries where they were naturally received with great enthusiasm a small body with a few pieces of artillery having been left as a guard to the convention the remainder then marched off to attack the head centre of the insurrection the hotel de ville the crowds which had assembled outside at the sound of the tocsin had gradually dispersed finding the sections did not arrive and the space was now much thinned emissaries from the convention proclaimed the outlawry of the insurgents upon which all that remained went home the armed sections now arrived from the tuileries occupied all the outlets and set up a prolonged shout of long live the convention the insurgents saw at once that all was lost robespierre shot himself 
but only succeeded in breaking his jaw his brother threw himself from the third story lebas killed himself with a pistol couton mangled himself with a knife coffinal pitched henriot from the window into the common sewer and managed to escape st just alone awaited his fate with dignity and calmness it was now about one o'clock in the morning the conspirators were conducted first to the committee of general security robespierre lay on a litter suffering horribly exposed to the jeers and taunts of the bystanders who upbraided him with all his crimes they were afterwards taken to the prison of the conciergerie and brought up thence the next day before the revolutionary tribunal with others of their associates they were of course condemned and were executed the same evening at six o'clock immense crowds hooting and jeering thronged the streets to see the tumbrils as they passed uncomplimentary references to the supreme being and to the prospective immortality of robespierre's soul were not wanting a halt was made before the house where robespierre had lodged all eyes were turned on him in his supreme being blue coat and the jeers and invectives grew louder the sullen hatred which had been growing for weeks past suddenly found vent at the time of his fall he probably had scarcely two or three hundred real followers in all paris instead of mitigating or abolishing the terror at the moment when the danger of invasion being past it had no longer any solid backing in public opinion he had chosen to exacerbate it only too obviously for his own ambitious purposes thus he speedily degenerated from the most popular to the most hated man in all france the battle of fleurus on the twenty sixth of june had secured for france the reconquest of belgium and destroyed the last remaining chance of foreign invasion and hence all but the blind followers of the system were determined to be rid of the terror the national extremity which gave rise to it having passed away robespierre was the last to ascend the scaffold as sanson the executioner wrenched off the bloody linen which bound up his jaw a horrible yell escaped him this was the only sign of life since his arrest the moment his head fell a roar of applause which lasted some minutes resounded far and wide on the evening air such was the celebrated revolution of termidor chapter twenty two the reaction begins it is plain to us now that the fall of robespierre meant the end of the terror although the partisans of the system on the committees could not see it the billot varennes collot d'herbois and barrere thought still to carry on the proscriptions with the other methods of revolutionary government they lost influence every day the terror was at once abolished except for the tail of robespierre the members of the commune some of the leading robespierrists jacobins etc who were guillotined to the number of some hundred and fifty in a few days in the relief which sans-culottes like the rest felt at being rid of the perpetual damocles sword of tinville and of the endless rant about virtue austerity incorruptibility with which robespierre and his crew had sickened every one they little thought that the end of the revolution itself in so far as it interested the working classes of france was at hand in truth the reaction had begun four months before with the destruction of the party of the old commune the hébertistes when a revolution proceeds to exterminate its most enthusiastic adherents its fate is obviously sealed robespierre had denounced the hébertistes as atheists and communists 
to the inventor of the supreme being and the declaration of rights which was foisted upon the jacobins in opposition to chaumette and hebert and according to which the right of property is the right of every citizen to enjoy and dispose as he pleases of his goods which provided also that no commerce should be prohibited and no property ever confiscated even for public purposes without indemnity to such a one the hébertistes were offensive without a doubt what robespierre desired was in short a republic of starched middle-class prigs of which he himself was to be the type the hébertistes especially men like chaumette and anacarsis clouts whatever their faults may have been at least desired a change better worth fighting for than this their instincts were socialistic though their ideas may have been vague as they could scarcely fail to have been a century ago when the great industry had hardly begun as to the terror robespierre substituted for the irregular methods of the commune a systematic plan of butchery which enabled him to rid himself conveniently of personal enemies still even robespierre in spite of their contradicting the free trade principles he had laid down did not dare to suggest abolishing the maximum and other measures passed under the influence of the commune for ensuring a possible livelihood to the working classes this it was reserved for the thermidorians to do the committee men had accepted the aid of the convention in overthrowing robespierre and his party they soon found that the convention was as determined to rid itself of the dictatorship of the committees as the committees themselves had been that of robespierre the very next day the committees began to be attacked the abolition of the revolutionary tribunal was proposed barere who spoke in its support was taunted with having been a constitutional royalist before the tenth of august the convention nevertheless confined itself this time to issuing a decree of accusation against fouquier tinville and abolishing the law of prairial the committees themselves were next reorganized and their power curtailed the paris commune never again rose after its second defeat under robespierre the old suspects were gradually released from prison but the reaction did not stop at abolishing the terror it began at once undoing all the sansculottic work of the revolution first the daily meetings of the sections were reduced to one in ten days next the allowance of twenty sous a day for indigent members was done away with next the maximum was abolished the commissioners lebon and carrier the author of the noyade at nantes were now tried most of the old members of the committees shortly after this either resigned or were ousted and their places were filled with thermidorians Fréron, the ex-mountainist and now reactionist started a paper in which he proposed that the youth of the upper and middle classes should arm themselves with loaded sticks to resist the sansculottes the suggestion was eagerly adopted and a new and fantastic dress was assumed as a counterblast to the carmagnol costume of the popular party an open-breasted front long hair done up behind in tresses called cadenette and low shoes formed the costume a la victime of the jeunesse dorée gilded youth as they were called every day street fights took place between them and the jacobins the latter though they had undergone one of their customary purifications after the fall of robespierre and had duly sent a deputation congratulating the convention on the death of the tyrant found themselves daily getting into worse odour with the dominant party 
the convention before long broke up the vast federation of clubs of which the paris jacobins were the head by arbitrarily forbidding any further correspondence between the centre and the provincial branches the assembly at the same time declined to receive any further deputations nevertheless the club was still the rallying point of every revolutionary influence in paris an attempt was made to liberate carrier which although unsuccessful gave rise to a formidable disturbance and led to the suspension of the jacobin sittings by the convention the members assembled the next day notwithstanding in defiance of the decree but the meeting-place was attacked by the gilded youth and the jacobin driven out the convention thereupon suppressed the club altogether november twelfth the thermidorian party at first wanted a revolutionary reputation to counterbalance that of robespierre and chose marat who owing to the jealousy of the former had not as yet received the honours of the pantheon which the convention had granted after his death but it was not long before the reputation of marat like everything else belonging to the proletarian side of the revolution fell under the ban of the reactionary party his busts were everywhere destroyed and his name became the byword it has been ever since or at least until quite recently the decree of expulsion against the nobles and priests was now rescinded the seventy-three members who had protested against the expulsion of the girondins were released from prison and reinstated in their places in the convention the monument in front of the invalides celebrating the victory of the mountain over the gironde was destroyed soon after this the few remaining girondist leaders who had come out of hiding were received back into the convention thus further strengthening the great moderate party which had formed out of the wreckage of various parties in january seventeen ninety five the churches were again opened for christian worship though here some caution was observed a good many restrictions on religious propagandism being still maintained the armies were now supplied solely by contract and not partially by requisitions on private property as heretofore the confiscated goods of suspects and of those executed during the terror were restored in the first instance to themselves in the second to their nearest relations chapter twenty three the reaction progresses the reaction was daily growing in intensity the fury of the new white terror in paris had reached other leaders than carrier and lebon both of whom had been guillotined these other leaders were our old friends billot varenne collot d'herbois and barrere together with another committee man vadier a demonstration in their favour organised by the workmen's faubourgs of st antoine and st marceau availed nothing on twenty first march first germinal they were brought before the convention and the proceedings lasted nine days though gallantly defended by the wreck of the mountain they were like to be condemned when once more the loyal workmen's quarters made an attempt to rescue them and stormed the convention to the cry of bread and constitution of ninety three and the liberty of the patriots this too proved abortive yet possibly fear of popular resentment prevented the convention from passing a capital sentence this time it confined itself to condemning the accused to transportation to cayenne where collot took the yellow fever drank off a whole bottle of brandy and died and billot amused himself with breeding negroes and tame parrots the turn of fouquier and the jurymen of the revolutionary tribunal came next they were condemned and executed early in may where are now thy batches mockingly exclaimed some of the crowd as fouquier mounted the scaffold wretched canaille replied he 
is your bread any the cheaper for not having them in truth the economic situation was fearful the abolition of the maximum and the forced currency produced a terrific crisis the value of five thousand francs in paper assignat sank to twenty francs in silver or gold forestalling swindling and extortion of every kind had a high time of it never before had starvation claimed so many victims as now death by the guillotine was succeeded by death from hunger the crowds at the baker's doors were worse than ever before the revolution bitterly did saint antoine and saint marceau look back on the time when under the commune and the committees they had a sufficiency and power the last of the popular insurrections unless we include the abortive babeuf conspiracy as one took place on the twentieth may first prairial of this year seventeen ninety five and was a well-organized and determined movement but lacked leaders and staying power and consequently fell through the chief demands were still bread the constitution of ninety three the release of all imprisoned patriots the faubourg this time marched fully armed upon the convention which was taken by surprise the daily recurring disturbances having hidden from it the fact that an organized insurrection was brewing the doors were forced and the sans-culottes rushed in at first repulsed they returned in greater numbers they fired at the president boissy d'anglas a deputy ferraud who rushed forward to protect him was cut down by sabres and his head fixed on a pike all the deputies now fled except those forming the rump of the old mountain to the number of about sixty rome he of the calendar now took the chair and all the demands of the insurgents were put and carried in rapid succession but the wealthy sections had been apprised of what had happened and had meantime quietly surrounded the tuileries finally a drilled body of jeunesse dorée suddenly burst in and drove out the insurgents in confusion at the point of the bayonet the deputies re-entered all the decrees just passed were annulled the members of the mountain were arrested as accomplices of the insurgents and secretly conveyed away from paris but the sans-culottes did not consider themselves beaten next day they again assembled in the outer faubourg and proceeded to march on the convention this time taking their cannon with them the inner or wealthy middle-class sections were also drawn up in arms on the place du carrousel in defence of the assembly the cannon of the faubourg was already pointed on the tuileries when the convention sent commissioners to treat with the insurgents there was a pretence of favorably receiving their demands but nothing was definitely promised this sufficed however to put the sans-culottes off their guard not having an energetic commune and a determined commander at their back as on the thirty first of may seventeen ninety three they retired satisfied with some vague conciliatory phrases a course proving fatal to the insurrection which at the opening of the day had stood a fair chance of success and fatal also as the event showed to the cause of the democracy a few days later the assassin of ferraud who had been tried and condemned to death was on his way to execution when the populace delivered him and carried him in triumph into the faubourg the convention then ordered the latter to be disarmed the interior sections surrounded the working-class quarters the next day for the purpose of carrying out this decree after some resistance it was effected the faubourg surrendered unconditionally with their arms and cannon the paris working-classes were now reduced therefore to the condition of an unarmed mob and for them organized insurrection was a thing of the past 
royalism became again fashionable it was openly advocated in newspapers and in public assemblies and even inside the convention itself though here it remained in a minority meanwhile the white terror was raging in the provinces far worse than in paris the south especially became the scene of wholesale massacres of all supposed to be friendly to revolutionary principles bands of returned emigrants and wealthy young men called companies of jesus and companies of the sun went about killing every revolutionist or suspected revolutionist they could find the jacobins had been arrested wholesale during the last few weeks the prisons were broken in two and every sansculotte massacred at lyons three hundred jacobins were enclosed in a shed which was then set fire to a cordon being formed around it till they were consumed to a man at tarascon hundreds of victims were hurled from the top of a rock into the rhone this sort of thing went on for weeks without any attempt to stop it on the part of the authorities the canting middle-class humbugs who have dilated on the horrors of the french revolution and of the mob with so much unction have prudently passed over the still worse horrors of the reaction and the respectable classes it is noteworthy that many of the most ardent of the thermidorian reactionaries were precisely men who a few months previously had been the most ardent revolutionists and in many cases like freron fouché and tallien the most truculent agents of the terror in paris encouraged by impunity the royalists at last attempted an insurrection against the convention finding that they were not likely to obtain a majority in that body the immediate occasion of it was the conditions under which the assembly was to be dissolved the new constitution which had been voted was very much on the model of that of seventeen ninety one a property qualification and indirect voting were of course reintroduced with two chambers a council of five hundred and a senate of two hundred fifty members capped by an executive committee or directory of five having power to appoint six ministers the electoral divisions of france were reorganized in an anti-democratic sense now with this constitution the royalists hoped to have obtained a majority in the next parliament and were grievously disappointed when the convention enacted that two-thirds of the new body should be chosen from its own members hence the tears of the royalists and hence the insurrection of the wealthy and well-armed royalist section against the convention on the fifth october seventeen ninety five thirteenth of vendemiaire three the task of quelling which was entrusted by barras the generalissimo of the convention to a young artillery officer napoleon bonaparte by name a task the said young artillery officer duly accomplished by the aid of well-planted cannon on the evening of the same day End of chapters twenty through twenty three